In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Please be seated. In Israel, the shepherd is indispensable. With us in the West, we, our sheep are often left to themselves. I do not remember to have seen in the East a flock without a shepherd. In a landscape such as Judea, where a day's pasture is thinly scattered over an unfenced track covered with dilusive paths, still frequented by wild beasts and rolling into the desert, the man and his character are indispensable. Sometimes we enjoyed our noonday rest beside one of those Judean wells to which three or four shepherds come down with their flocks. The flocks mixed with each other, and we wondered how each shepherd would get his own again. But after the watering and the playing were over, the shepherds, one by one, went up different sides of the valley, and each called out his peculiar call, and the sheep of each drew out of the crowd to their own shepherd, and the flocks passed as orderly as they came. That wonderful account uh, told by George Adam Smith in his historical geography of the Holy Land helps give us context for our gospel. We are not used to raising sheep, and so it's helpful to hear this remarkable relationship between sheep and shepherd, and the importance of being able to, to distinguish a particular voice. This passage also helps us, therefore, to put ourselves into the story as being among the sheep. As Christ tells the story, the sheep are safely within the sheepfold, behind the fence and door meant to help protect them. And while he acknowledges the presence of those who try to come in by other means to thieve and to rob, Jesus presents a rather idealized parable. Only the shepherd comes in through the door. He knows each of the sheep and calls them one by one, individually by name. The sheep don't follow the voice of the strangers, but rather only follow their shepherd, the voice that they know. For us, the sheepfold is the church. We have entered into this fold through the doorway of Jesus Christ the same Christ who is our rightful shepherd, who knows each of us, fashioned us in our mother's wombs, calls us one by one by name. He desires to lead us to the green pastures and the still waters of the 23rd Psalm. He longs to restore our souls, to guide us through life's darkest valleys and into the abundant life But, I ask, do we know his voice? Are we able to distinguish the voice of God from the voice of the other shepherds who would lead us astray? There are a myriad of other things and people that would draw us away from following Jesus. Thieves and robbers who would take us away from the abundant life God desires for us. Perhaps your ear is tuned to the voice of praise from other people. You do all that you can to please them or to keep excelling at some particular task people have told you you are good at. 
in order to earn continued affirmations from them. You feed off their words, but you find that you always need more. Or perhaps you've been drawn in by the siren song of lust and its allure of physical satisfaction and pleasure, and yet find yourself continually drained of life rather than being fulfilled. Or perhaps you have been lured in by the promise of greener grass in the pastures of more political power, more money, more friends, or more of something. All of which steal from you, rob your life, luring you to follow the voices of the world instead of the voice of your shepherd. All of them lead to the grave and not to life. So we must learn to distinguish the voice of our shepherd apart from these other voices. How do we do that? God's voice and his word have been most clearly revealed to us in the person of Jesus and in the scriptures. Sheep learn the voice of their shepherd through familiarity, from hearing the same call and receiving the same care day after day. We, too, need to spend time with Jesus and with our God to hear his voice primarily through the scriptures so that we may learn it and discover how it is a distinct and unique voice that calls us by name. If we only occasionally hear that voice, even if we only hear it once or twice a week, we are not likely to learn it among the cacophony of all the other voices that call to us. His voice will be lost among the many, so that we are not able to follow our shepherd to the truly green pastures and the still refreshing waters. You may have heard me say this before. You will probably hear me say something like it again. We must have regular patterns of being in God's presence. Reading our Bibles just a few minutes a day or even having it read to us while we go on errands around town, taking up the practice of morning and or evening prayer, listening to Christian music, listening to or reading books about the Bible and the Christian faith, being in a discipleship group, all valid ways to hear his voice. The church, like the sheepfold, is here to help protect you. Your clergy strive to serve as shepherds and to ourselves follow and model for you what following our good shepherd looks like. With God's help, we hope to find ourselves and to help you to follow him to green pastures. But the choice to learn his voice and to follow can only be made by you. I will conclude with a bit of a challenge from one of our church fathers, Gregory of Nazianzus. It's in one of his Easter messages, and he reminds us that God has offered us a good shepherd and then asks this. Do you, on your side, offer to God and to us obedience to your pastors, dwelling in a place of pasture and being fed by refreshing waters, knowing that your shepherd well and being known by him? Will you follow him when he calls you as a shepherd, frankly, through the door? Or will you follow a stranger climbing up into the fold like a robber and a traitor? Will you listen to a strange voice when such would take you away by stealth and scatter you away from the truth 
onto the mountains and in deserts and pitfalls and in places which the Lord does not visit. Would you be led from the sound faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, the one power in Godhead, and instead follow deceitful and corrupt words that would tear you from your true shepherd? As closing words, I will use as a concluding prayer. May we all be kept from this, shepherd and flock, as from a poisoned and deadly pasture, guided and being guided far away from it, that we may all be one in Christ Jesus our Lord, now and unto the heavenly rest. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.